This match is scheduled for one fall. Coming around the ring in a combined weight of 765 pounds, Justin, Luigi, Jay, and Daryl, the Gift Show Podcast. Yo, 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 it's the Get Show Podcast, boys. What up? What's going on? Yeah, if um, if it sounds like we're a little bit low quality, is because uh, we had to resort to using the anchor. You know, your boys got kicked out again. Um, apparently, uh, I did not hide that blunt well enough, <laughs> and I forgot that they had cameras in there. And uh, um, let's just say trying to roll it up uh, didn't help anybody. So we got another. Damn, we had another you brought him the pig suspension over there. <laughs> you were like, uh, yo, man, it's illegal. It's it's legal. It's legal now in, uh, in Chicago. No, it's medicinal. It's medicinal. It's medicinal. I thought this was America. I, I thought this was America. I got asthma. I got asthma, so I can smoke this shit. Get your, get your ass. They say it helps the lungs. It helps the lungs. <laughs> so if you hear but that, really, but really other... what did it? But really what did it is that Luigi had it fully in his ear. That's the reason why they really caught us because he had it in his ear like a damn pencil. <laughs> like one of the cool kids, yeah, yeah, trying to be one of the cool kids, you know, class act style over here. Duncan Pinder Hughes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pinder Puss. That's why go he's ahead, not here ahead. right now because he's uh actually he took a big hit for us because he's doing our community service. <laughs> <laughs> what's his what's his community service though? Oh, I think it what picking up trash and shit like at the churches and like all the uh the stores and all that, you know. <laughs> It's like eight everywhere. Community, uh, you know, garbage pit. So you know, <laughs> just, you, just you every, drive everywhere. it down Lily Cash or Briarcliff, you know, holler at your boy, you know. <laughs> it's the Asian well, guy with big ears. If you hear that other voice, that third voice, it's because we have uh, the resurrection of uh, Daryl now subbing in. <laughs> All right, well, welcome. Thank God, well, I'm back. Right. Right. Kind of why we used right. Anchor. So we can get Daryl on the show one of these times. Yeah. Be like uh, six-man Lou Will come right now. Six, six, yo, yo, is he, did he win? Quick, he won the six-man six Lou Will uh, the year award, right? He did. Yeah. Lou Will? Okay. He did. Yeah, he, he liked Lou Will. You know what? That's uh, actually a good transition to uh, the, NBA, uh, the NBA award show. Man, oh, yeah. Dude, what y'all think about that opener? Well, first of all, what was Shaq wearing? Shaq was wearing some, like... <laughs> White pajamas, like he just got out of bed, and then he's dancing with a Jabberwockies with that. Like, can you not? Can you just wear like a suit or just? You know, he's got to work on that drip. I know. I mean, clothes his size is hard to get come by, but right, he can't right. be wearing white on white, dingy ass <laughs> like on, ankles ashy. Yeah, his ankles are ashy. No, but you know what? What the hell was the point of that video? And what was the point of Chris Tucker coming out? Chris Tucker was out there for like five minutes, and then he sat yeah, back. Yeah, like they're like they tried to like continue the skit of him having some toe bunion issue, which yo seeing Shaq's nasty ass toenails is like looking at Freddy Krueger's like like finger uh finger knives. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't know. That might be his real shit right there. Like for real, dude. Like, did you see that? It was like it was like that uh, that scene in the in uh, Jurassic Park where the raptor hit his. His toenail on the uh, on the floor. <laughs> that scene, they're dumb and dumber when they're uh, 
<laughs> using the belt sander for the for the toenails oh. on Jim Jim Carrey and Jeff Ding. <laughs> that may be real though, because uh, for real, like I know um, his foot picture went viral because I guess he went on to a spa and he yeah, showed his foot and it it looked like oh, man, it looked like he like walked on coals, like he just came from Hawaii and walked on coals <laughs> the entire time. So I don't know what the hell it could. That probably was it. Man, I, I, dude, that, dude, those nails, dude, those nails. <laughs> it's real. like in "Don't Be a Menace" when "Don't Be a Menace" when Sean Wayans was a uh, was a uh, <laughs> licking Dashiki's toes, oh. and it was all like, she put, they put hot sauce on him. It's like, oh, damn, man. what the? It's like picking hair off his out of his mouth. <laughs> For real, and like, oh god. god. And then, like, I don't get this. The whole point of the whole bunion thing, I don't get the whole. What was the point of the video? Oh man, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, dude, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I don't know, guys. I'm not gonna lie. His feet look, and and Daryl, you know, you and me are in the medical field. Shout out, but like, dude, his feet were really dark, and I know he's, I know he's <laughs> a black man, but like, they look like of 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 inflammation and like the diabetes type. <laughs> It's like uh <laughs> like like that diabetic neuropathy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like that after picture of what could happen when you have uh yeah, dude. uncontrolled yeah, diabetes. Like, Yo, I think we might have to let this foot go. <laughs> I don't oh, know, man. My. Carrying all that weight, he's like four hundred pounds. But then again, he also has a size twenty two shoe, so he's it's you know, that surface area has gotta be balanced out. I imagine if he had the you know, it was like four hundred pounds with a size six shoe. And he's like seven three. Yeah, that foot be like Good, like a horse. That's a horse. Swollen like <laughs> his foot be looking like swim, you know, swim floaties and shit. All swollen, looking like sweet tomatoes, all crumpled up, looking like sweet tomatoes. <laughs> Straight up, man. Oh my god, we have spent way too much time on Shakespeare. <laughs> but then the big news, though, Giannis. You got y'all agree with Giannis winning the MVP? Oh yeah, man! Shout out to him. Not Shout James Harden, Greek freak, baby. Did you? Is that who you wanted, James Harden? Uh, I mean, I, I like that it's different. I like Giannis, and they they both contributed that was to their two teams. Time, two time uh, MVP, James Harden, right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. James did a lot. When Chris Paul was hurt, he got them up to a high seed. Yeah, well, why his... Chris Paul's ass was bitching and crying like a baby all the time? <laughs> yeah, you know what's <laughs> funny is like there was a report that Chris Paul said like it's either Harden or me, like. Yeah, that's an easy ass decision. Yeah. I'm choosing James Harden with how much he did while your ass was injured. Like, bye. Uh, you Thir- played point guard when you weren't here. Bye. Straight bye. Up. 34 years you, old, making 100 million. I'll continue my State Farm commercials. Yeah, I know. I know uh, what's the call. I think uh, the Rockets, the Rockets or Daryl Morey, somebody threw out a tweet out there. There was like 37, 8, and 6 doesn't cut it anymore. Or like, but man, Giannis is just—it was just transcending what he did this season. It was, and for a Bucks team, like he literally was the team. Like, what are you gonna say, Chris Middleton is something? No, you can't say Chris Middleton's anything. <laughs> like, don't you dare try to pass off Chris Middleton as anything. He oh, carried they, that they, team. No, no love for uh, Eric Bledsoe. No love for Eric Anyway, I think playing in that system, I think playing in Mike D'Antoni's system, I mean, he benefited by winning the MVP, but they're not going to let him slide to win a second time because 
you know, that, that system that he's in, it's all him. And I understand like, you know, maybe he doesn't have a lot to work with, so he has to have the ball, but still you saw Steve Nash win the MVP under D'Antoni, James Harden. I think it's good, you know, to give it to Giannis. Yeah. It's basically what Rusev is basically what R Truth did. He cleaned house getting back his twenty four seven title. <laughs> beat Drew McIntyre, beat E C three, they run away with his title. That silence is not just Yeah. <laughs> the silence still is here, even when Luigi's not here. <laughs> can I get him a <laughs> dead silence? Can I get a quick get Joe? Because uh Rudy Gobert won defensive player of the year. Shout out though, he's you know, obviously he's he deserves that. But yeah. then he took a picture with the other defensive player of the year award he won last year. So he carried around the trophy from last year, but didn't know he was gonna win. Like we're where did he hide it? Like he like strolled up down the red carpet, holding like what's that in your hand? He's like, oh, it's my 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 man purse, my man purse. It's really the fucking last year's defensive player of the war title. Come on, man. You're still not maybe, gonna be an all star. Maybe, maybe he's trying to be a uh, carrot top, doing prop comedy over here. Just well, guess what? I got. Come on, man. Oh, come on, Rudy Gobert. Who else? Uh, well, yeah, Daryl mentioned six man of the year, Lou Will. Uh, deserved, most well improved. deserved. Pascal Siakam. Yep. The, 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 mo- <laughs> yeah. the most funnest name to say in the NBA, Siakam. Right. Not a, not the rookie of the year, Luka Doncic, or what? Is that how you say it, right? Doncic or Doncic? Yeah, I think it's something like that. Something like that, yeah. Not Wang Gigi, you know, Wang Gigi <laughs> from, the, from the Mavericks? <laughs> shout out, shout out, Wang Gigi. <laughs> The only shout out that man's gonna get in any podcast. <laughs> China. Well, the Mavericks. Even, China won't even shout him out. I think he can't go back to China. Like that's like a thing. He can't go back to China. Yeah, I think so. Like something's up where like he can't go back to China, or else he'll be arrested or something like that. Something, yeah, re- something dealing with like the Chinese army. But anyways, back to Lucas <laughs> Donjish. Well, damn. So he was on the Mavericks. Remember when Yi Jin Leon too was on the Mavericks oh too? My God. <laughs> What's up with Dallas with these foreign players, man? Luka Doncic, Dirk, Wang Zizi back then, Berea. Well, because because they because that's the that's their method, you know. Get the foreign players, you know. what I'm saying, you know, try to get the best that's out there, and then you know, let them play in the NBA. I mean, that's kind of been their forte for a long time. I mean, with Dirk led the way, you know. what I'm saying so. Yeah. And they they also they're basically, had like they're basically. The what was that? The what was that team that Seamus had? Oh, oh the League of Nations. League of Nations. That's what they had. The League of Nations. Dallas, the Dallas Mavericks League of Nations. I think they had the first like Indian guy and the first Mexican boy. Oh yeah, Majiri size. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they literally are the League of Nations, man. They are the League of Nations, man. Actually, that League of Nations stretches all through that whole state of Texas because you got the San Antonio. Oh, it's back true. there with Manu yeah, and yeah. Uh, Tony, Parker, Tony Parker, Tony Parker, Tiago Splitter. It's a big drop off. It's a big drop off. Tiago Splitter, yeah. Tiago Splitter. Oh man. Uh, I don't, who else was? Oh, uh, I think that's the awards. That's all. Wait, the wait, can, we, can we talk about Luca's mom though? Man, Becky's mom. That's cool, but Luca Dante's mom. Yeah, that's the that's Biggie should be. That's to... a John Cena. You you have a John Cena <laughs> moment right there. <laughs> the uh, the random boner. 
Uh, accidental. <laughs> there's nothing accidental, accidental about that there one. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's a. That's, that's something a, that you'll take. Greater a, than you take an offensive mother. file. You take an offensive file for that. You take <laughs> file? While you're de- while with, you're guarding Luca with yeah, the you're saying with the boner, take the offensive <laughs> file with the boner. <laughs> yeah, man, it's like or, or or behind the back, behind the back. You want to get you want to get post up with that? Want to post up with that? <laughs> now you know how Mario feel when Mario Super Mario Brothers like Mario uh, feels when he jumps up and then he gets caught in those big uh, those big thorns or the big. He's <laughs> like, oh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what's going to happen when you back down on a on a John Cena boner right there? Oh, or how God. about when you do the the two handed slam and you do the pull up like what Shaq does? And you got the boner. Oh. I think he did that on uh, Chris Dudley. <laughs> like, I think got, like, Chris Dudley up. had to throw. He got so pissy he threw the ball at him. Yeah, he like tea bag Chris Dudley. Yeah, he he basically almost like wrapped his legs around his head okay, after that's, he dunked that's the ball. The reason why Chris Dunn was upset because he had an added content in his face, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, oh. and that guy had a worse uh, free throw percentage than Shaq. Yeah, he I think might, he had like he might have the worst. I think he had the worst. Free throw percentage in like NBA history or some shit. Man, that guy sunk. How the fuck did that guy? Oh man. How do you get in the NBA? How do you get in the NBA? Yeah. Just being tall. I can tell you this. I can tell you this. Not to make a smooth transition, but Chris Chris Dunn or or was his name Dudley V? Yeah. Mike Dudley. Mike Dudley V is basically Jinder Mahal of WWE. Why is that? Because somehow Jinder Mahal became champion, and it just came out that he re- reportedly signed a new contract with WWE. Most oh, Jinder Mahal with WWE. Jinder Mahal five baby. years too. Oh my gosh, that yeah, guy. They're, say- they're saying that five. They want to make they they add on an extra year just because of the competition nowadays. Yeah, they're, now they're doing five year deals because the Maharaja baby, the Maharaja. See, that's why, you know, he's working for that contract, man. You know, the, when you're on a contract here, you'll do anything. Like when he went out on the golf course in the Speedos and uh, wrestled our truth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we should have had him on uh, our uh, WWE Fantasy League because of that contract here. We knew he was going to go uh, <laughs> outplay himself. Already. You know, he'll, he'll sell his soul to get that contract. You know, go out and, uh, go, out and uh, go to the golf course, you know, nothing on. <laughs> Those videos where he's like sleeping on the airplane and R Truth like pins him on the plane. <laughs> Damn man. Well, shout out to him. Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. Moving, Good we're, for him. we're kind of we're talking about the outside the ring now. Uh, with one person's newly contract, there's another person's expiring contract that's about to happen. Rusev. Oh, whoa. Did he Rusev's not resign or is he testing? Or, uh, is expiring soon. Now, do you think? WWE is going to offer him another uh, contract signing, or do you think he might opt out to uh, see other pastures? For me, I think he's going to sign back. I-, I can't see him going anywhere else, even though I think he's capable of doing it. But then he would also have to bring Lana also. And uh, I don't know how Lana would do, you know, in the independent circuit. I mean, they could work as a couple type of thing, but Lana would, wouldn't do much in the ring. I don't know. I can't see Rusev not being in WWE. What do y'all think? I think that Rusev, I mean, yeah, I think he's comfortable where he's at, man. I don't see him complaining at all, and he should complain because he doesn't really do anything. He's just 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 there picking up a check. Yeah. And because he's kind of a package deal with Lana, I mean, I think he's going to stay with his wife. I don't know. I feel like 
Dean Ambrose is way more ambitious and passionate yep. about wrestling that he wanted to get out there and show his potential. I think Rusev is there to pick up his check. You know, maybe he'll go back to being barefoot. We'll see, you know. <laughs> have Shaq feet. Stay. You're going to have Shaq feet. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. And plus, honestly, uh, so – uh, on Twitter, he actually does poke fun at him not being uh, a part of a lot of the uh, storylines. Some uh, Twitter fans, some wrestling fans, kind of uh, talk to him about that, but he, you know, he just pokes fun at it. But yeah, I can't yeah. see, I can't see him outside of WWE, honestly. And he does, he does a lot actually for up, up, downtown. He does a, he does a lot with Xavier Woods on that. So I mean, he's probably pretty comfortable getting a good check. I yeah. mean, you don't have health. What, what's the care for health care if you uh, don't even need, not even in the ring? I mean, right. <laughs> right. So. And, and plus, he, and plus, like, you know, maybe he needs the rest, too. I mean, looking at it this way, like, he's been wrestling for how many years? He's been used so many times. I mean, he was, pro- he was, put, he was pushed at a pretty good spot, you know, starting off with John Cena, WrestleMania, and coming out in that big-ass tank. And then, yeah. um, I mean... Who wouldn't want to be paid six figures and have time to rest, too? I mean, like, you just sit at home and you're getting paid, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean... That's the American dream, maybe. That's the right, American exactly, dream. Right, exactly. Right, right. I mean, look at... I mean, nothing on them, but look at Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. They're, like, living the best lives right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Doing a figurine podcast and just hey, getting paid hey, more. You know what I'm saying? They, shout they, out they to get, them. Shout out to them, you know? And WWE always finds a way to use them. They're more than happy to get used. Also, another guy, R-Truth, is the same way. You know, there'll be some mm-hmm. times where he's not even used, but when he's called up to do something, he makes it shine. And he's That's the ultimate trooper. a lot of money, you know? Right, right? He's, he's the ultimate trooper, man. Yeah, exactly. It, just because you're not putting out six, seven-star matches or selling out Madison Square Garden or whatever – doesn't mean that you're not a wrestler. There's other ways to be a wrestler. You can be entertaining and not have wrestling moves, but you're still useful, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, what, what about this, too? Well, uh, now that his contract expired, we think expect him to resign. Who, someone else who's resigning with the WWE with the, on a five-year contract is Mojo Rawley. Whoa! Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. Whoa, like, he deserves like, it? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. We better put some money to that uh, another uh, face painter because, man, that's, well, a, that's still rough. I yeah, mean, but... you can just see how much WWE cares about Mojo Riley. I mean, you look like they look like he was about to have a match, and all of a sudden, oh, the twenty four seven title just has. Yeah, right. you knew damn well. No, no, you knew damn well there wouldn't. There was no good. Something was going to happen. When they say, when Michael Cole says, well, yeah, we're ready for some action with Heath Slater versus Mojo <laughs> Rousey. Like, what? Get the fuck out. Get your ass. You know damn well. These two, nobody wants to see these two. Also, right. in that segment, because uh, yeah. I just, honestly, I just saw it uh, this morning. Um, Mojo Rawley did not hit anybody. Like, <laughs> he, like he literally didn't hit us. He didn't hit a... Uh, a move like he ran into EC3, he ran into the pole, he went over the top rope, but he literally did not hit anybody. It was like the weirdest thing. 
It's just like no. the Rusev thing where, you know, he's just picking up his check. He's not getting really hurt. <laughs> and yeah. honestly, probably WWE signing him because of his connections to Rob Gronkowski. I think I think um, they still want to get his hands on Rob Gronkowski, to be honest. Uh, yeah, he's basically a liaison to Rob Gronkowski, <laughs> you know. You know, just for being friends with him, you get a five-year deal. Exactly. You know, you... exactly. Just like when WWE signed uh, Mark Merrow and they realized that Sable was a star, they're like, okay, well, I guess we're just going to move in the Sable route. <laughs> Brock Brock will see you to the door. <laughs> Brock will take care of her from here. Brock will have a massive John Cena moment. <laughs> Uh, the other thing, too, this is kind of weird. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Vince McMahon stated in a report, in an interview, saying that uh, he told the wrestlers that there was going to be no wrestling during commercial break. So what does that what mean? Do you think like, that? Yeah. Like, I, I guess, like, okay, so I was reading it, and, like, reading it kind of doesn't, it kind of, like, you have to kind of imagine it. But, like, right before commercial break, there'll be a pinfall. And then when they come back to commercial break, it's kind of like they're restarting their match. <coughs> is that so, like, why they, the that's why the, they like the same two out of three falls? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. And then, like, is that why the Sami Zayn Kevin Owens thing happened with Kofi last night? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Boy, um, what happened? No, I just I think they went to didn't they go to commercial break after the yeah the and then like, and then like they were fighting and they're like we're gonna restart this match you know because everyone was like convoluted and jumping in at the same time you know so yeah what do you think like, man what do you think I, I, I uh, well my thing is that they a lot of people could complain I saw a lot of people on Twitter complaining like oh another commercial break and blah, blah blah like you know these are the sponsors they pay for you know they sponsor WWE so in a way they have to. I mean, before, back in the day, they could do away with the commercial breaks because, I mean, how many commercials were there back in the day? Like, maybe, what, four? Right? Mm-hmm. Now, how many commercials are there? And there's, like, close to six to eight sometimes, you know? Yeah, man, people want to latch on to those low ratings. You know? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> They want to get sponsors. Oh, but, man. I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I, to me, I don't, I don't care. It doesn't really bother my viewing, really. Yeah. yeah. Like, go ahead, go ahead. The rest of them know they're on TV, so they know not to do, like, some of their big shit anyway. You know? Yeah, exactly. They, like, the ref or the wrestlers um, know when, yeah, when the, uh, <laughs> when the <laughs> hi, mom. <laughs> know when the camera's on and when they're off uh, TV timeout and whatnot, so. Yeah, it's to me, but that to me it doesn't matter. But like, I mean, I kind of watch it the next day, and I kind of just leave it in the background sometimes. Yeah. So I'm not as serious as a lot of hardcore sweaties, but I'm sure yeah. hardcore plus, sweaties may feel. Plus, differently. remember when we went to a live show, Daryl? Like when they when they when we went to a live show, they would only do holes during the break, yeah. and then they would come yeah. back up when they knew they were back on TV. So it's not like it really doesn't change anything, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Like, man, this abdominal stretch is so long. Oh, oh, okay, that's right. That's right. (laughs) The longest abdominal stretch. Samoa Joe's putting Roman Reigns to sleep, literally. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like, it it really doesn't change anything. Just they just won't be like 
it's just I guess it's just employees just saying like there's no wrestling during commercial breaks. Like, well, duh, you know. I don't know. So wait, so what's gonna happen? Are they gonna go to like a split screen, like how they have the commercial on one? See, and that like... would that would make sense. But I I feel like yeah. that's what's gonna happen on FS on uh, Fox Sports. I feel like that's what's gonna happen on SmackDown. I can see because FS1 does that a lot for a yeah, lot of their regular sports. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So. Yep. And I like. So, that. what do you mean? So, so back then they would just do holds during the commercial, yes. during the split yes. screen. Yeah. So nothing eventful is going on. So what's going to be the difference now? They're just going to be standing around during the whole commercial break, split, split screen. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, it's like the same then. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's so gotta. It's really, it's really nothing different, really. That's gotta be weird for like people live because it's just like, oh, what? Uh, so everyone's just right. having a smoke break? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> Like, should we go to the bathroom now? I know. <laughs> the lights shot off. <laughs> you see them like break kayfabe, and it's just like, oh man, look at that! Like uh, Drew McIntyre and uh, Roman Reigns, just like kind of just talking about sports, right? Because okay. do you remember? Remember when we went? It was uh, you know, shout out to the Usos, one of our favorite tag teams. But remember when we went? We uh, it was the Usos versus the New Age Outlaws, where the Usos got the tag titles for the first time. No plugging, mm-hmm. not 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 plugging, not plugging. But like we were there, we were there. Though. We were there, we were there. <laughs> but remember, remember, Daryl Road Dog got on the mic, and he like he said, "You call this Chicago crowd? This is nothing better than New York." Yeah, 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 yeah. And he and and you knew the TV was off. You know that they were at commercial at that point. Yeah, yeah, I remember mm. that. I totally remember that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, the smart wrestlers would know to do something kind of kind of like offset like that. Versus just like standing there and like an arm and neck, arm and collar tie up, you know. No, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I'm sure they like went through that during like the performance center just to right. like make sure all, uh, at least like the newer wrestlers know what to do. Exactly, and then and like some of the best wrestlers would know what to do. Like the best wrestlers, like Seth Rollins. <laughs> Apparently, Are Seth Rollins. Uh, feels that he is the best wrestler in the world right now. And, um, you know, I'm just going to jump into his Twitter. He was just saying that doubling down, best pro wrestling on the planet, see that Cruiserweight triple threat, and there's just one night, one match amongst the many. Find anyone else who does what I do as well as I do, as often as I do. You can't. That was his Twitter. Then, New Japan's own, Will Ospreay says, I'm alive. Uh, then the Twitter thing goes back and forth, back and forth. Seth Rollins says, oh, sorry, little guy. We're ready to have a better version of you. He just won the U.S. title. Shout out to Ricochet. Keep working hard, buddy. This is that's, then, that's... this kind of gets weird. They just keep going zip yeah. each other, you know, and, and then it gets to the point where Will Ospreay says uh, he's wrestled more matches in 2019 than Rollins. Catch up, little guy. Uh, Barack Obama emoji, you know, mic drop said by him. Uh, then Seth Rollins uh, puts up and he says, I mean, if you want to talk numbers, we can compare the bank accounts too. Yeah, that's already uh, the D move right there. Yeah, that's a, that's just, yeah. And then uh, Will Ospreay says, you know, we love adding stuff. You love adding stuff, don't you? I mean, the original question was find anyone me as long often as I do. No talk of money, no talk of ricochet. You said anyone, I'm here. Just as consistent, just as good. I hope the back heals up. 
And Seth Rollins didn't reply. I don't know. What do y'all think about that? I mean, I, comparing bank accounts, first of all, what the... What is he going to say? Oh, I have enough money to open a coffee shop in Iowa, huh? What about you? <laughs> like, come on, man. But, I don't know. I guess Seth's not good at Seth, Seth, you know what? Okay, first of all, Seth is not using his right mind. Because, dude, Becky Lynch is right next to your ass. Right, Ask her to write your Twitter for you. Right. <laughs> She's definitely way better. Hey, on she, he he could have had better, uh, better responses. Yeah. And her tweets and, and, and none of it involving money. I mean, dude, I hit, his Twitter game was so bad. I mean, it was just like, I mean, he doesn't really cut the best promo, but this was the worst promo. <laughs> yeah, it I, was bad. It was... I literally want to burn my ears from reading like his tweets. <laughs> it, it, that's, how you, that's how you read with your ears, right? Yeah. <laughs> Burn, burn I mean, your ears. Listen. Burn your ears. <laughs> like, burn Find down. anyone else alive does what I do as well as I do as often as I do. Iowa is this is your education. If this is how you teach people how to how to make some weird ass run on sentences. <laughs> well, he also gave props to Will Osprey because he compared him to Ricochet, and that's pretty high accolades, I must say. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, like we have a shadow too. I mean, because Ricochet and Will Ospreay had that, you know, they broke the internet with their match like four years ago, you know. Mm. But um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I mean, it, it's cool that Will Ospreay replied, and you could see that it was like kind of friendly ba- uh, bantering between the two until somebody had to bring up their bank account. Yeah, that was just weird. I, I honestly liked it until that happened because yeah. it was just like, do you know who I am? Do you know how how much money I make? It's like, yeah. no, man. Like, yeah. You, we we saw you at ROH, bro. Don't you dare, like, <laughs> don't you dare try to shit, shit on the indies. And when we saw you at ROH, man, come on, don't you like? Do you did you forget where you came from? But honestly, I really like it just because I mean, it's WWE uh, yeah. employees, WWE wrestlers. Find, like it's like acknowledging that there is outside presence and that possibly I mean, you know maybe could be overtaking them, and it's like before that used to be a huge no no. Now it's like Seth Rollins going in Twitter battles, yeah, with uh <laughs> with Will Osprey, one of one of the uh, better indie wrestlers out there, out there, yeah. So it's like it's really cool. I don't know. I like it a lot. I was just taking the popcorn, just eating it up while yeah. People are going back and forth, and Seth Rollins is is the face of WWE, so he's gonna represent yeah. his brand right. and kind of flaunt that. And I guess it is, despite having low ratings and allegedly having forty five hundred people at stomping grounds, it is still the top promotion in the game. Yeah, as of right now. Yeah, but well, we'll see if Seth Rollins he might have to eat his words down the road because a lot of these promotions are you know coming up and yeah. And, uh, yeah, being definitely comparable to WWE nowadays. Yeah. And and, and just, I mean, you're definitely correct. I, I definitely agree with everything you said, you know. But to go back about having a lot of money in your bank account, couldn't you have used some of that money to get a better outfit for the for the MTV Movie Awards? <laughs> what do you wear? He just wore some jeans and a sports coat. I mean, you're next to Becky Lynch, 
who's looking fine. Hey. And you're just wearing just a sports coat and some jeans. And then your hair's all fucked up. Like, it's just all not even combed and groomed. You know, as, maybe if, he'll, as if we all did shit in the limo before getting there. Maybe he'll wear something better at the ESPYs. Because I know, I think Becky Lynch oh, is, uh, that, okay. is on the, uh, is getting nominated for an ESPY award. Uh, Her and uh, Ronda Rousey. Let's Roman, as the next transition. Roman Reigns is getting nominated yeah. for an award too. I and think. ESPN, right? Having their own WWE yeah. segment, right? Their own honestly. Awards if, what do you think about that? If honestly, if because what is it? It's um, Ronda Rousey with the first title SummerSlam. Becky yeah. Lynch having two belts. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? Well, was it Seth Rollins winning the, the belt or something? Well, I don't know if Seth Rollins is nominated. I think Roman Reigns might be nominated for. Yeah, so that's the thing. If Roman Reigns, it's Roman Reigns coming back from cancer. If that does not win, I don't know what the hell people are thinking in this thing. It's like, yo, man. I mean, yeah, it's all scripted fun and games. But when a man comes back from cancer, I think you have to vote for him that he's gonna win. Now, do they get do they get these uh, awards? Um, on air, or do they get it off TV? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's on air. Yeah, I mean they're probably gonna show up there at the award show. Was that? I think it's like during the uh, during that gap of the uh, baseball All Star weekend, okay. because like that's when like no sports is going down. So I think that's when they do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they have an award and everything. It looks like the Slammy. No, I'm just playing. It doesn't look like the Slammy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but I, I like can we it. go back to? Well, go ahead, I like go ahead. It, but I don't know. To me, it, it doesn't feel like ESPN is kind of like that popular person in high school where they're inviting the nerd or the geek to come sit at their cool table, but not really acknowledging them. Right. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. They're like, oh, well, let's like, sit here, but you can't speak. Okay. So you're, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of so like, you're saying okay, Ronda's yeah, we're not going to win? you to be part of the actual <laughs> sports, but we'll give you a award. But we know that majority of the people are not really watching you, but just to have, just because we have a partnership. It's kind of like, if you're going to go all in, you should treat it exactly the same as you would treat NFL, NBA, soccer, not really soccer. But you know, like baseball, you should treat it as if, like you're actually like a legitimate thing because it's now it's on ESPN, not just like, oh, we'll we'll do ten seconds of the WWE voting and just talk about it, and then we'll jump on it to like, oh, it's either KD going to the Clippers or what the fuck is going on with that, you know? So yeah. you're saying that uh, the undisputed era should be a part of uh, best team in the SB Awards? Are you saying that? Yeah, <laughs> that'll just be the era or a League of Nations. We're gonna bring back the League of Nations. Yeah, bring back the League of Nations. <laughs> for real though, I think ESPN's just trying to tap into their fan base, trying yeah. to get more viewers for the ESPYS. Um, but yeah, I don't see Ronda Rousey or Becky Lynch winning, and I think it's a fan vote. And yeah. you know, obviously, with the casual fans, like you know, with the choreographed. They're gonna go with you know, endings. They're not gonna want to vote for them. Yeah. Possibly Roman though, if they know his story. I mean, a lot of the picks are good. I mean, like you said, Roman Reigns returning to Raw, uh, aka beating cancer. Uh, Becky Lynch, you know, two belts, winning at WrestleMania. Kofi winning his first title. 
There you go. Kofi was the other Ronda one. winning her first Raw Women's title at SummerSlam. <clears throat> yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, really, at this list, there's no losers. But, I mean, it's going to be hard who you don't pick. I mean, like you said, if they don't pick Roman, I guess, you know. But, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I don't know how it Do compares you... to the other SB nominees. Yeah, I don't know who was nominated in the, in their categories, but yeah. Do you think this is a way to like have ESPN kind of be like, "Hey, WWE is um a part of us before it really launches on FS1, but uh before it really launches on Fox." It's like, "Oh yeah, you know what? We we're going to get our share of the WWE oh. before Fox gets the majority of the view That's the good. viewers." That's a good one. I guess. I mean, Here's the SB award. Did you just fart? Winning farted, his case against the NFL. That's an SB award. Yeah, I farted because of that comment. I wasn't sure. <laughs> like, I guess at ESPN is taking their fans for one night. I guess because they're part of the SB. But I mean, FS1 would be there for the entire year. I guess starting October. Yeah, true. Um, are we done with this? Can we go back to Seth uh, Seth Rollins for a sec? Yeah. Oh, okay. We don't. We don't because want to. Because we want to. The Colin Kaepernick. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But we got. We're, we're taking it because we'll the we'll SI. Take it. The SI interview that uh, Seth Rollins did. You guys see this yet? No. No. So he says some stuff. Okay. So, uh, that's good. Then I'm gonna give you guys a genuine reaction here. Then, because like it's kind of been the thing on Twitter uh, today, or just overall because Seth Rollins did an SI interview and he kind of like people think he threw John, uh, John Moxley under the bus here so I'm going to read you the excerpt that he, where he talks about uh, John, uh, John Moxley's interview on Talk is Jericho okay <clears throat> Ambrose can do what he wants he's a big boy he's got his big boy pants on he can go out there and say whatever he wants but the bottom line is not everybody's equipped to handle the rigors of WWE and the schedule and how it affects you mentally and emotionally. And Ambrose gave everything he had to the company for the entire time he was here. He put his heart and soul into the travel, into the schedule, into the injuries, into the work in the ring and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, he took his ball and he went home or he went elsewhere at least. And I think it's a little presumptuous of him to get on a podcast and talk down about the company that gave him such an opportunity. So that's a big thing uh, that's been people have been talking about because they people view it as him kind of throwing Moxley under the bus and um, kind of shitting on his idea of like you know being disgruntled, not listening to. Uh, uh, or creative not listening to him and then like leaving as soon as uh, his contract was up. I mean, there's some undertone uh, like jabs there, like not being able to s- sustain the rigors, you know. But then again, it's just do you want your your whole career controlled by Vince McMahon? I guess that's how I mean, Seth's not crying because he's like, he's the man. Like if if, yeah. if Gene Ambrose yeah. was in Seth Rollins' shoes, he would still be in WWE right now. Seth Rollins is exactly. a champ, and he's he's getting what he wants. So, and and again, he's the face of the company, so he's gonna uh, he's gonna defend his company 
right uh, to the end. Right. I mean, I know it, is it going to sacrifice their friendship? I mean, I think John Moxley doesn't care. I'm just he seems like someone who just brush brush off something like that yeah. and be like whatever. I mean, yeah. I'm already Plus doing I'm my own sure thing. He understands too. Yeah. Right. I don't think it's going to create a big thing. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I see, I, like you said, he has to wave the flag for WWE since he is the big guy. Also, probably the locker room leader type shit too, telling people to clean up their shit. <laughs> um, remember, to, remember to wipe your feet before you get in the ring. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I brought extra uh, Continental in case you need. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. It's just him. It's just him. Uh, out in the WWE horn, but like this, the thing about it is, is like him doing that whole thing with WWE being the best wrestling on earth, doubling down, and then like, and then doing the money, the money tweet, and then all of a sudden, them people seeing uh, the took his the big key was he took his ball and went home. That was like the big key quote that people are really uh, disturbed by, where um. They're just kind of saying like, well, like you, I mean, you can't just say he just didn't cut it and he left. Like he didn't leave, he didn't leave a CM Punk way or Stone Cold way. He wrote out his contract, like, and then as soon as Midnight dropped, he broke out that new video, got what three million something views, right? And like he did it the the right way, the the honorable way. He didn't do uh. He didn't do an Anthony Davis, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, he, yeah, you're right. He did it the right way. No one should complain, except the fact that he went to a major competitor. But that's because Seth Rollins is biased because he's a WWE guy, right? Yeah. And he has to. And he kind of has to speak that way too. I mean, in the end, though, how I feel about it is that, like, I'm glad that somebody like Rollins is like sticking his chest out, sticking his neck out for WWE. Yeah. Because look, I mean, like, who else is doing that? Nobody else is really doing that. And and he, Exactly. And Rollins is, at one time, an indie, uh, an indie darling. So he could say, he has kind of that weight, that credibility to say that and back it up despite the low attendance and the viewers, you know, but... Hmm. But either way, I, I kind of like that that he's he's uh, standing up. He's got WWE's back. You know what I'm saying? That, props to him. Yeah, and I uh, completely agree. Should we segue into the low ratings again? Because uh, stopping grounds, yeah, had uh, forty supposedly had four between four thousand forty five hundred fans. But it was a good pay per view, to be honest. It's yeah, kind of it's a great pay per view. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame sure. that there was a low turnout um, during that event. And I kind of want to say a few things about some of the matches. Um, first, of all, I want to get Joe to Booker T because during the pre-show, I think uh, I don't know who was the host, but it was uh, she asked, "Oh, what does Becky Lynch need to do uh, to you know retain her title?" And Booker T goes, "There's an old saying that goes." I'm gonna take my horse down the old town road, <laughs> and I'm gonna ride till I can't no more, or something like that. The Lil Nas X yeah, Lil Nas, song, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he just, just straight up just starts laughing, like totally makes a joke out of the question, the, like a serious question that uh, <laughs> that that was asked to him. But that was yeah, funny. Yeah, um, 
And then, well, going well, going straight to the Becky match, I mean, it was kind of sloppy, and that was a lot of it was because oh. of Lacey Evans. Yes. Get you um, to her. Get you to her. Yes. Yeah. Get, that's like a lot of get you For missing that kick. I mean, I, and not being prepared to oh. Yeah. So, did Lacey you see that? Sucks. Yeah, what's up? I was going to say, did you see that whole segment, uh, se- sequence? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, like, she met, like, Lacey misses her spot. Then you see, like, Becky just shaking her head. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll post the whole sequence on Twitter and on, uh, uh, what's it called? Instagram. But she starts shaking her head, looking around. All of a sudden, um, the match continues. People start saying Lacey sucks. Yeah. Then when she kicks her from under the, yeah, rip, the, the lowest slide. The low, yeah, she sits up and she goes, yeah, she does suck to the crowd. I was yeah, like, man, this chick, cold-blooded yeah, troll, She's so man. good, like, in terms of just just, just acting. And, you know, I mean, the the match wasn't that good, but then I think it's because of, of Becky Lynch and she won. It got a lot of pop. Um, I thought the Kevin Owens tag match was good, too. I really liked the beginning where, I mean, I guess in a normal Raw or SmackDown, Xavier Woods would have for sure been pinned, but I love the beginning with the super kicks, then tagging in uh, Sammy due to Blue Thunder Bomb. Oh no, he did the super kicks and he did the Swanton Bomb. Tags in Sammy Zayn does a Blue Thunder Bomb. Tags back Kevin Owens does the Frog Splash. It's like Xavier yeah. Woods was like murdered there, but uh, just because it was a pay per view, he <laughs> uh, he kicked out. And um... yeah, I was Shout also Kevin that was a really good dancing. sequence. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, when is Biggie gonna stop doing that spear off the apron, man? I mean, he's gonna oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Bust his damn shoulder. Oh, not just that. The guy kicking it from a big ass dude like that. Yeah, that's just rock solid dude right there. But yeah, that, you just gotta take that off. The way Biggie lands every time he does it, he just lands straight on his shoulder. Like, yeah, ah, you can't protect yourself. Yeah, like yeah. just like Chris Benoit. When we talk about Chris Benoit, the diving headbutt. <laughs> you can't protect yourself. But oh. <laughs> listen to the last episode. If you want to hear uh, some some hilarity yeah. over there, but um, for a murderer, I'm sorry. As you get your get your moment to Big E again, too. So I put it on I I put it on Instagram where uh, Xavier Woods was reaching for a tag, but he was like eight feet away. <laughs> Sammy Zayn right in between them, and you just hear because the crowd was a little quiet. You just hear Big E go. Reach me, reach me, baby, reach me. <laughs> it's just like, bro, you're not gonna reach you. Stretch Armstrong ass, not gonna reach you over here. <laughs> this guy, but I, I thought, thought yeah, that was funny. They were, they had a good match. Owens and Owens and uh, Owens and Zane. I don't think I could get tired of them. I, I like their chemistry. I mean, basically, it's because they're real friends, so that helps. Mm-hmm. New Day, obviously, can't hate on them. Uh, it was a good match. Um. I don't know where it's gonna go from here, but let's you know, let's hope that uh, somehow it leads to a, a title contendership, you know. And and what about that Bailey match? I thought Bailey actually really showed out in her match against Alexa, but I feel like the crowd didn't really give a a big pop after she won. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like to be honest, I I thought the match was good. I mean, I mean, shout out to Alexa Bliss, hey. But yo, she mm-hmm. had she had she didn't look like she had any ring rust, you know. Yeah, no, it was good. She, I thought, it, it, she, she looked was like she had some move sets. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, I thought that was really good for her. Um, I, I hope, I really hope that the storyline with her and Nikki Cross as a tag team 
really comes to fruition trying no. tag team belts. Because I think that would be a tag team that like everyone could get behind. Yeah, that would leave no one with like a singles title. But, you know, like I said before, the Iconics don't really like I don't know, they don't really like uh have the wrestling credentials like Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross do, in my opinion. Yeah, they don't even wrestle anyone as of late. Yeah. Do you think their your disinterest is because of bad booking or because of just them and their gimmick and and whatnot? Hold on. Hold on. I, because I said Alexa, Alexa thinks I need something. Alexa, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. Uh, but yeah, do you booking, guys think it's I mean, booking? Kind of, bad I mean, booking? Like they, the, what they've been doing like as far as like the uh, the women's tag team, they haven't really been highlighting them in matches. Like highlighting it in, in like backstage interviews, little like small skits here and there. Um, you know, so like I, I think they if they have them in more matches, like actually more competitive matches instead of these jobbers, then maybe like I feel like they can really get behind them in like an actual match and, and tell a story through that. But until they do that, I, I can't really see them holding the tag team belts any longer. From no. what do you think, Jay? Hopefully, the maybe Asuka and Kyrie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think they're just milking the titles. I mean, they're probably going to lose at the next major pay-per-view. Um, they didn't even wrestle in the, in the stopping grounds, did they? No. They no. weren't in this They weren't in this someone, See, who did, the... someone who did, though, was the uh, was at the tag, other tag with Daniel Bryan and yes. Rowan returning yes. home against... It was like a reversal. It was like a reversal of face versus heel. Like, Daniel Bryan was the face, and no matter how many hip thrusts... Otis was doing. He was still. He, they were booing him. So yeah. they were. They were in a bad spot. Otis, uh, the yeah. Otis and Tucker. But I, I mean, those twenty-two fans in the stadium were really loud over there. <laughs> I mean, if you couldn't get a bunch of guys to show off their beard as much as these four guys did for this man, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was literally a beer, a beard grooming commercial waiting to happen. Yeah, and also actually, I was was actually kind of proud of Tucker. He usually gets overshadowed by Otis because he's like, you know, weird looking with you know with like a four foot wingspan, and he's like wide as hell, looking like modern day Fred Flintstone. (laughs) But Tucker did a lot. He's you know he's six five, did a cross body drop to Rowan from the top rope. Yeah, dude, that was good. That was good. Yeah, you know Tucker. Shout out to Tucker. Blood salt. Yeah. Yeah, but but get Joe to Tucker. Get Joe to. I hate when they do. So Tucker was on the receiving end of uh, where you where your 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 legs are in between the pole. You're laying down in the corner, and uh, Daniel Bryan. You know how they he swings the leg over to so what hits the pole. Yeah, mm-hmm. like come on, man. You know that's not that's not real. You're just you're his the back of his thigh is hitting the pole. I don't know. It's it's like you're not hurting anything, and I, I like it. They should just like ban that move because it's like so stupid. <laughs> where you swing your leg, where it, where it's, you swing your leg on the pole. Yeah, no, Come I know. Yeah, it's like we know how knees bend, bro. I yeah, don't the, know why yeah, the knee bends. So basically, know, like the why. back of the knee like curls with the poles. So you don't hurt anything. You know? Yeah, I understand why people still do this move. <laughs> but you know what though? 
maybe had you know because it was in Tacoma, Washington. The fans are into it. I mean, of course, for Daniel Bryan. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, Actually, shout out the yeah. best wrestler. Shout out the best person. Dude, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Still keeping that. The chants were good too. You know, the with chance, the please, yeah, please had, recycle and the yeah, drive a Prius. Re- please recycle was another one. Yeah, yeah. I have to give a shout out to uh, Eric Rowan because oh yo, for real. Do you remember when Eric? No, 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 no. Dead serious though. <laughs> you remember when Eric Rowan was like the straight up Wyatt jobber? It was yep. like that bad. Yeah, but like. Now, like for this match, like Michael Cole out here talking about, like, man, the strength of Eric Rowan and two behemoths like him and Otis, and like they're trying to like really put him over. And like, you know what? Shut up. Give it up to Rowan because like he actually, you know, took it, stayed healthy. You know, like I feel bad. Luke Harper was the better one of the two. Yep. But, you know, like Eric Rowan and taking his uh. Taking his money and running, man. He yeah. found a niche area. Big ups to him. He was just like basically exactly begging Daniel Bryan, please help me. <laughs> yeah, he's like the Billy Gunn of this era. It's like, <laughs> let me just do whatever gimmick. Just leave me in <laughs> the main Gunn? roster. Just do do whatever Al gimmick Snow? I will. It's like me and Daniel Bryan are gay. Okay, oh, fine, oh. sure. <laughs> Chuck, and, Chuck and Billy, yeah, sure, whatever. Whatever, as long as I'm on the main roster getting this six figures. Because you know damn well if he's not with Daniel Bryan, he's probably going for that 24-7 title. <laughs> like the, the yeah, biggest drop-off. Yeah. yeah. Would, would, would uh, Eric Rowan be going for the 24-7 title, or would he be competing in the tug-of-war match? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I'm, get you what on the tug-of-war match real quick, because... <laughs> First of all, the rope was the, longer I've than the width of the seen ring. A, yeah, I've never seen that set up like that. You could have just done it on the ramp or something. <laughs> That's like, what I thought too. Why were they doing it in the ring? So they had to like pull, pull the rope so it's like so it's tighter. And I, I got the damn rope. When the commercial came back and they, the ring was set up with the four ropes and like it was. I'm like, are they playing a big game of four square? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> Like I, I think oh, man, everyone that was so knows. Bad. I think everyone with the smallest brain cells yeah. knows the point yeah. of tug of war. Why make it more complicated by trying to make these mid shift grids in the ring? <laughs> and also, we don't need tug of war, man. We, yeah. we physically see how big they are. Yeah. Well, okay. First like, of all, we get how, it. How They're does, strong. What? Would get ready for a tug of war. You, you tell me, y'all. Y'all tell me how how would a person get ready a tug of war? <laughs> I know where's the nearest truck, man. Where's the yeah. nearest truck? <laughs> where's the nearest? Uh, where's the, where's the nearest phone phone pole, uh, telephone pole, man? I mean, come on now, seriously. You need to you need to move a truck to get ready to move a band. I don't know. Like, I, why do you even think moving the truck the contest? And, and you knew the, oh, yeah, <laughs> the telephone pole or the rope rings, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and did you see his like reaction, his bad acting them. after that? It's like, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Someone is not going to be on Marine 24, man. That's that for sure. <laughs> and you know damn well somebody was in that truck. <laughs> yeah, someone is <laughs> yeah. in that truck putting in a car and drive while he's while he's <laughs> pulling it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, you obviously you do the outcome of the whoever was going to win the tug of war, because obviously you got to pull, you pull the guy towards you. So of yeah. course it's going to lead to you know you're going to lunge at the guy's going to lunge at you because you have the most right pulling right. the guy, right? 
Uh, yeah, it was just too bad. You know, Bobby Lashley, you know, getting lunged into him and punching him. Because what do you think is going to happen? He's going to lose a tug of war and just like, okay, I'll go back up the ramp and like in the in the backstage. Some sort of yeah. event to it because <laughs> certainly the tug of war was not an event. It was just like. The, rope the only way that this would have made it better, the only way if this made it better, if Jigsaw appeared, they gave them some weird <laughs> riddle, and they had to do the tug of war, or else the other person would die. <laughs> That's the Anything. only way this would have been better. Anything. Not gonna lie, down low though, I uh, I kind of secretly hope that like Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley are like really cool friends and workout buddies. <laughs> they look like. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like the two biggest dudes in, like, WWE. It'd just be cool. You know, they're probably, Sorry, they're that probably was just a little cool. side they're note. Probably you know, they're, probably <laughs> they're probably not cool. Actually, I did see well, a, there's a work, there's an old workout video that, that came out a couple of years ago where, uh, I don't know the, the bodybuilder. He's a former bodybuilder, but it was, uh, uh, he, he did Stone Cold's podcast one time. But anyway, it was uh, Braun Strowman, Big E, Jinder Mahal, all doing this like arm workout together with this bodybuilder, and yeah, you damn, you definitely see how strong Braun Strowman is. But then you also see yeah. Braun Strowman cheat, cheat his ass off, and one of the bicep curls, he like, because <laughs> you know, the, okay, I mean, we don't work out a lot, so we can't do a, but there was a seated bicep curl, you know, with the the bar, so they're just curling with both mm-hmm. hands, the bar with both hands. Braun Strowman. You're supposed to be seated while curling the bar. Braun stands, gets momentum, sits down simultaneously as he's like, so you have momentum like lifting the bar up. Yeah, 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 yeah. To bring it so up to yourself. Like, yeah. like, cheated like four reps while Biggie was like lifting the same weight all seated. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Biggie's like, oh, dog, why are you standing? But well, whatever. I mean, I guess he didn't want to get overshadowed by Biggie because I mean, well, Biggie is stronger than himself, but. And right, Braun yeah, Strowman's also like too. six eight, so yeah. he didn't want to get overshadowed by anyone else. <laughs> but that's uh, I say y'all gotta watch that video. It's actually kind of funny because and Jinder Mahal is like, like, he at the time he was he was getting into shape. Yeah, he was. But he was thinner. Like, he was a little bit. Thin. But he was definitely not you know lifting the same reps and the same uh, volume as <laughs> as Braun and Biggie no, and the body still uh Three MB big Jinder Mahal. So no, no, he was still that side. Of I think him. he was still bigger at the time. Champion oh, okay. Mahal. Oh, okay, okay. Before he turned into a, you know this like, clown show of like everything. <laughs> but that was uh working out with Get Your Podcast. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we gotta talk about the big thing though. The biggest takeaway from yeah, yeah. from uh, Sonic Grounds, I think, was Ricochet, man. Yep. Ricochet oh, winning yeah. the U.S. title. Yep. Yep. Shout out to Ricochet. Yep. The only thing I don't like is that he he beat Samoa Joe for that. Yeah. It's kind of like two different stories, two different WWE careers for both of them because it took how how long we complained about this Samoa Joe not never getting a belt, a WWE belt, like a year. It took him over a year in yeah. the main roster to get a belt, and then Ricochet debuts in like February, a little bit before WrestleMania, and then he gets a belt by June. Yeah, and then, yeah that, I mean, that really that re- he didn't really have a chance to defend it either. It's true, you know. The one time uh, Ray Mysterio was injured, right? So he lost, but technically, I, lost mean, who, I mean, maybe the the idea was to have a long feud with Ray Mysterio, and so they're like, Well, Ricochet is Ray Mysterio esque, 
let's just put him there, you know. <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> <clears throat> no, but that uh, shout out to both because I think what it looks like. I mean, we're gonna go, we're gonna maybe touch on that on Raw, you know, unless you want to touch on it now. It looks like Samoa Joe may have a, a thing with um, <clears throat> Kofi Kingston now because they already they just announced it since he uh, attacked Kofi Kingston after those matches on Raw. Yeah. That's that uh, they're going to go true. against each other in extreme rules. Well, it's yep. good, yeah. But then I don't know if it's for a title or not or whatever. But, it's got to um, be for a title. It's got to be for a title. Really? Because well, there's cool, some huh? reports, there's some rumors saying that they might take off, they might take the title off of Kofi Kingston. Really? Which, which I heard people complaining and bitching about it. But it's like, in order to be a multiple-time champion, you have to lose it. Yeah. Right? And to me, I don't want Kofi just to be a one-time champion. I kind of want to have yeah. him multiple times, you know? And plus, he doesn't need the belt now, nowadays, now that he's, yeah. he's got a lot of pop. He got, he's, day, yeah. yeah, he has a lot of pop. I feel like it's okay if you lose it if it's within a storyline, like somebody like Samoa Joe, right? If it's part of a storyline. But I know there's going to be a lot of sweaties out there. They're going to be like, oh, they took it off of him. We knew that this was just a... a uh, a charity thing and blah blah blah. Oh, he's you racist. You know, people gonna say that shit. <laughs> and then, so, like, to me, to have him as a credible champion is to like get the belt back. Right. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So, so that it wouldn't be just a fluke, you know. Right, but not at the rate of Charlotte winning, you know, nine times in like two Jesus. years. But yeah, because I don't know if you guys, definitely winning it again. You guys notice, but like, it kind of bothers me that they keep saying that this magical carpet ride is still continuing, as if like. They don't expect Kofi to win. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. That's very right? true. And it's kind of And against Dolph Ziggler? Come on, man. You better expect that ass to win. Right. And he beat Daniel Bryan, <sighs> the best wrestler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. best wrestler. So it's kind of like discrediting him as well. Are you guys, uh, do you guys find any problem with Samoa Joe being the guy who takes the chance against Kofi nope. since he had lost his stomping ground? Or does it not matter? I mean, Joe would be a good champion, man. That's I just want him to have a belt. I mean, WWE belt or whatever, uh, SmackDown, whatever, WWE belt or Universal. Yeah, oh, yeah, WWE belt. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I European. Mean, in a perfect world, I wish both of them had belts, which what which they did, you know, before Stomping Grounds. But, I mean, at least if Smojo's going to lose the belt, at least he has – his trajectory is still going up because he's going for the title. Yeah. Uh, right. The bigger title, so – well, yeah. the reports hey. I saw, <laughs> some of the reports I saw, which is like, a, you know, those uh, wrestling uh, in the internet, wrestling news in the internet stuff, was they, they might give, they might put it on Shane McMahon. Oof. And that's why I, I, uh, I think that's why the, where the backlash comes from. But you know, <laughs> damn well, it's just a storyline. It's just part of a storyline, yeah. you know, so. Right, the storyline, but it kind of like halts people's progression if it goes on Shane because you know oh, Shane's not a, really a wrestler. I mean, Shane doesn't care about how many times he wins a belt or... <laughs> so they'll just put a put a halt on things. The, if, the only way I'd care about Shane getting the belt is if Drew McIntyre all of a sudden had like a flip and like win again Shane to get the belt. Like, like yeah. Drew McIntyre needs a, yeah. should, should be getting a better push than this. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, uh, not, not Baron Corbin, who's... Grounds, but I really yeah. like that match that he had with Roman. Yeah, it was a good man. Yeah. Uh, if you ever want to picture what it would look like for Hercules 
and Conan the Barbarian to fight each other. This is basically what it would look like. <laughs> or if you wanted to know what He-Man versus Beastmaster would it look like, this is this is the match. I mean, this is true. They love Baron Corbin so much that he's going to wrestle Extreme Extreme Rules for the title. Oh my god! Oh, was this like three in a row? No. Wait, he's wrestling who for the title? Uh, so it's it's, so it's, it's a, a mixed mix. tag match with Lacey versus yeah, Becky yeah. and Seth, then winner take all. So both. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually like that. I actually like that. What do I think? Honestly, well, going to that match, I was actually shout out to the creative because, I mean, I thought they actually did something right there. I mean, there are a lot of mystery with the special guest referee. Honestly, thought it was going to be like just a one-off special guest just to get you know ratings. Right. But they actually didn't pay someone off and continue with someone with the on the roster just to continue a storyline and use Lacey, which is nice because you know obviously Seth, you know, using the the chair as the you know the the threat using the chair, and you can't hit late. You can't hit a woman. Yeah. In WWE nowadays, right? Or ever, um, or ever. Uh, yeah, unless you're Nia Jax, and you don't want to get you know. But uh, so I like how they continued on with the storyline, and now it's and now because of this, it's leading up to what's going on in Extreme Rules, where it's a mixed tag match. So yeah, I thought it was just it was, it was uh, creatively uh, displayed how. The special guest referee was there, and the match itself. It was entertaining. I really thought the match was really entertaining. You know, with the uh, with the uh, the uh, the false finishes and her um, doing the slow count for, for yeah. Seth. I didn't and, like her acting. All she was just like every time Baron Corbin got hurt, he's like, all she said to him was, "Get up, yeah, get up." When she would always point at their WWE logo to Seth yeah. Rollins because she's there. Like, come on, man. Yeah, her acting was a little. Get your ass, yeah, very, very yeah. much so. So, I mean, Lacey Evans got the get your award of all night for <laughs> stopping rounds, man. That's a the whole geez. night, the MVP, like, whole fucking night. Yeah, the L- L- least valuable player right there. Man. We, we have to put her yeah, on no, our nominees of uh, get show of the year, you know. Yeah, we should have an award oh, show yeah. at the end of the year, we or maybe at by yeah. our 30th episode we, or something. Should we also, yeah. also yeah. show our feet too? <laughs> show our talents. So our... Should we wear a white <laughs> on like, that... like Shaq too? So, so our, our Wolverine uh, uh, claws. Right. Gotta go to the uh, Vietnamese nail place before we do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be Korean, man. Korean. They do it the best. Awesome. Actually, so going back a match, I will say this, and I just want to say this about the Kofi match. That was a really good ending. It was a good match, but it was a really yep. good ending. It was yep. creative. Yep. I liked it. I liked the ending, too. No, nobody has won that way, too. So that's why it was kind of a surprise. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a good pay-per-view, man. man. Yeah. And fans retreated the next day on Raw with you know, the, with Undertaker. The the forty the 4,000 fans that were there got to see Undertaker. <laughs> Undertaker came out. Uh, I think Shane was about to do the, uh, you know, Whatever it's what it's called, coast, 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 coast to coast, coast. and yeah. then the lights went out. Took Taker like two minutes to get in the ring from under the ring or whatever, and did a choke slam. So I mean, like I said in the group text, once I saw Taker there, I was like, man, he's there. I know he's just making up for that Goldberg match. That's one hundred percent for sure. It's like I owe it to the fans. <laughs> Goldberg doesn't care. He just wanted to pick up his check, but right. at least Undertaker has some pride. Right. 
I um and and I don't know the the, the result is that he came back that Roman and him are tagging against him and uh Shane and Drew, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the that's a set match so now. With all for the extreme rules. That that being like what, the third tag team match? Because you gotta assume that the tag team title's gotta be up on there too, right? Yeah. And then like both women and right. men. So shouldn't this just be called extreme tag team rules? <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah, for real. This for real, man. This is like <laughs> extreme. So I guess I, I, I'm a huge fan of the tag team, in J- but I I feel like they should just do away with the whole extreme rules BS. Because I mean, what are they really doing? No one's bleeding. No one's like doing really extremely physicality. Right. I thought it was I supposed mean, to be like the hardest pay per view. Stick, I get it. A chair, a table. You know, but like, to to the way extreme the weird the word extreme is, it really doesn't do much. It's kind of like you know, it, it kind of like, it's just froth in the coffee. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, man. I want to see like, <laughs> I want to see a tooth hanging out of someone's nostril, like uh, like mankind. <laughs> Hell in a cell. I want to see thumbtacks right, exactly. and teeth hanging out of their. Through a, someone's nose with a shopping cart full of weapons and a flare gun, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the fireworks, the barbed wire, like in Japan, is <laughs> Terry right, Funk, exactly. Like, right, change the change the ropes to the barbed wire, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, hey, uh, or update. put somebody in a body bag and also put thumbtacks th- in there oh, and then slam them on his hair. <laughs> Shout out to Darby Allen on that. Man. I was like, oh, god. Uh, yeah. Update a SmackDown update over here. I just want to put a, something on there. I guess they did a Miz and Elias. Guess how many falls they had for? <laughs> they did a two out of three falls over here for Miz versus Elias. Oh, they, is that one of the matches on SmackDown right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, like all these two out of three falls, damn thing. The two, two of the worst finishers in one match. You know, the drift away <laughs> and the the skull crushing finale. <laughs> Oh. But uh, well, was good. I I really liked it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It was dope. Uh, it was actually a lot better than definitely a lot better than a Super Showdown. Yeah, they definitely made up for that. Uh, you know, going going into Raw, like you said, Undertaker showed up. Uh, Ricochet and AJ Styles. Yeah, that match I love it. Was was pretty damn good, I gotta say. For for them having their first match together. Yeah, there's gonna be more to come um, too. On, in WWE, I I thought that was great. I thought that was great. Yeah. Do you care that he that Styles won without interference after Ricochet just won a belt? Uh, I don't know. If I see that's the other thing. I don't know if I, I could do away without the finish. I I don't really like it because I felt like he should just lose, but. Um, the reports are saying that Styles is injured, so I don't know if they wanted to like to leave on a high note type of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of wish that Ricochet would have won, kind of being a more of a credible champion. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. And, but and, and he's only having, the U.S. title having, champion. Having the club interfere or be in the match, kind of like. It kind of made no sense because of that whole backstage segment, you know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on with that, man. Uh, unfortunately, we do not have last call with Luigi. 
But we do have Last Call with Brother Jay. <laughs> Brother Jay. That's Honestly, that's shout out to Luigi. I'm, I'm filling in. And I'm not going to be, I'm not filling in admirably because a lot of my rumors I brought up early on in the show. So I have one <laughs> thing to say. Uh, of the 4,000 to 4,500 fans that went to Stomping Grounds, there was a rumor that at the mall in Tacoma, they're giving away tickets for free. Whoa. For, just for people to show up. Damn, man. If it was in Chicago, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, first of all, it, none of this would happen in Chicago, but. Yeah, no way. No, there's no way. But they're giving so- out free tickets for Stomping Ground, which is crazy to think. You know, shout out Seth Rollins. What do you What do you think now? Are you gonna? This is the best uh, place in the world. Let's compare bank Let's accounts. Let's talk about bank accounts. I got a coffee <laughs> shop. I bought those. <laughs> <bought those. laughs> and now, sweaty session. But uh, I thought we should do best finishers. Yeah, we gotta, okay. we gotta so do for the me, opposite. I'm gonna go first. I think I'm gonna nominate my best finisher, I, the Stone Cold Stunner. Ooh, to me, the nice. Stone Cold Stunner. I agree. You know, I say it fits Stone Cold. Everybody likes to do it. You know, what I mean, it's simple. It's easy. It, it can be done to the Big Show. It can be done to any size. Stone Cold Stunner. And there are so many ways you can take it too. Like you can do the Razor Ramon stand up, Kurt Angle stand up, and then fall back. The Rock, where he does like the backwards roll, legs oh. bouncing off the ropes, or you can just just lay on your side like whenever mankind would take the stunner. Who <laughs> just <laughs> as if he was like rolling out of bed? He just like just moves to the side after he takes the stunner. So there are a lot of ways that's you can take. So, it. That's so true that he just like. He just takes it and he just like, <laughs> just like a dog, just like yeah. Ugh. The safest way, the, the safest the way to take the stutter. Oh, that... <laughs> yeah. that's the truth. Um, go ahead, I'm, Jay. I'm gonna go with mine, and this this might be contradicting what I'm saying with uh, the the Hulk, Hulk Hogan. I said the worst finisher was his leg drop. Uh, so maybe I might get some flack for this, but I think one of the best finishers, people might not agree, is the people's elbow. And I know it's oh. as simple as an elbow. I know, right. It's just an elbow. But to have that swag, only someone with swag can pull off an elbow as a finisher. And the fact that I think just the whole process in itself, it's not like I'm not saying, oh, the elbow's a great finisher, but the whole process involved where he, you know, he um he kicks the kicks the arm so it's you know against the body you know where he's closer to the opponent's like leg you know so he has more room you know looks at the looks at the crowd you know throwing the elbow pad then he can do whatever he wants he's running the ropes we you know, remember he did the he had the the dress shoes on and he slid yeah <laughs> oh yeah and then he would do like the he he would mock Stone Cold with like the with the, with the flicking off and he would do the right the, the elbow. You know, remember when Undertaker he stood up? It, he did like the suck it when he was like, right. walking up to do it. And then remember when Undertaker like got up? You know, he like did the sit up after in the middle of a people's elbow and he kicked him and yeah. then he did the elbow on him. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. man, just because of the entertainment factor. And it's not the same thing as the leg drop because all Hulk Hogan did was just 
right off the ropes, there was no like personality involved. There was no theatrics. The Rock is all personality in his move, and that's why it's one of my favorites. That's true. I I have to agree. Moving the uh the leg so it's positioned right when he hits the elbow on the dude's shoulder. Yeah, is like the smallest <laughs> detail that nobody yeah, talks about. Right. Where he uh, sweeps the sweeps the arm so it goes closer. And like and like when he as he sweeps the leg, his as the elbow pad moves with him when he does it. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. like. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of it's all about the details with that move, really, honestly. Yeah, man. Only he can pull it off. Come on, five knuckle shuffle, get out of here, man. That that's oh, like no. the lamest yeah. fucking it, it move. It doesn't have the same it doesn't have the no, same swagger. No way. It doesn't have the same swagger. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Like everything about it is just so great that the smaller the smallest details like make it even better than it really looks like. But I will say this. Um we put up a poll of like worst. What are your worst finishers? I agree that the people's elbow is one of the better finishers out there, but a lot of people put that as the worst yeah. finisher remember, because of just like it being too long and remember, it just being too theatrical. Remember when Triple H would take the people's elbow and he would like the way he uh, sold it. He was like as if he was like electrocuted. He was like <laughs> his body would start shaking. Like damn, what the hell? <laughs> well, like, oh, man, somebody get the AED, man. I guess nowadays everything has to be a Falcon Arrow to be a, a top finisher. Yeah. <laughs> you got a favorite so, one, bro? Or one, or one so, quick angel, you know? Right. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go with, because it's the simplest one, but I think it's like the perfect one. Sweet Chin Music. Oh! Because oh, it's just yo. so It's like, you know it's like, even just looking at it, like without yeah. you know whatever, without the rustling fakeness to it, you you figure it's gotta hurt taking yeah. a a foot to the chin. Yeah, like the setup to it, like the theatrics to it, the, the stomping. Yeah, and just some just like performing it perfectly. I mean, there's nothing better. It's like it's kind of like uh just like Japanese food. Like sometimes like little is more. <laughs> and it's like just the littlest, the best ingredients just make the the best finisher right there. And that's what the, the sweet chin music is. Yeah, you can do it on anyone too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like you need to pick up like five hundred pounds. You could just kick him in the face. It can also come from nowhere. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, what? Uh, it's true. Just to add on with the uh, Shawn Michaels is, is my favorite wrestler. But just to add on, one of my favorite sweet chin musics is when. When him and Triple H had that skit, and he was like a chef, and he switched his music like a waiter. <laughs> it's not the. Just, uh, just I'm sorry, I love you. It, it's unexpected. It's unexpected. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's just so good. Yeah. All right, um, good, Justin. I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna kind of go with the. Uh, a new one. I'm gonna go with the uh, Kevin Owens pop up a power bomb. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. Because somebody of his size, like, it fits him. You know what I'm saying? Like, throwing the guy into the ropes and then throwing up in the air for the powerbomb. In a way, like, it's a smart move. It kind of helps his body, too. He's not putting weight on his body. He just has to throw the guy, and the guy has to be in a sitting position, and he just has to basically, like, control his landing. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. So like it's it's a really it's still powerful. It's still a safe mood. And plus it could come from anywhere also as well. Uh, the table. You know mm-hmm. side of the apron. You know, the apron, <laughs> right. So I, I really like that. This guy. And I do like the fact that it's like a true finisher because, like, yes. the power bomb is not a finisher in itself, but the fact you do a little intricate, intricate, just lifting them up a little bit higher, and then throwing them down in a power bomb fashion. I mean, it's a true finisher in my opinion too. So, For sure. like something that I would I, you would see would really hurt. Um, I'm gonna go with mine a kind of a classic. It'd be any form of cutter. Oh. So would be the RKO or. I wanted to mention the 3D. I think it was a lot. Is was really fun to watch because the timing of it all. Right. I mean, I know DDP was the OG of the cutter, but I mean, come on, he's just it wasn't that fun. He just like held the guy's head to his shoulder and just like fell straight down. Right. Okay. Randy Orton, although that's the only thing that he's got going is RKL. At least he puts some swag into it. Yeah. He jumps into it. You know, Probably I think it's pretty fun. The bat several times. Right, yeah, yeah. Like a whitey baby, like a whitey baby. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then the 3D, I think, just because, yeah, you got to have a lot, a lot of teamwork involved in that timing to know when to jump for it. Um, yeah, yeah, they so do any cutter. They, the Dudleys, man, they do it so shout good. Shout out to the Dudleys, but and uh, not no shout out to the damn uh, Eric Rowan and Luke Harper when they stole that move <laughs> without asking. When they were a tag team, they they called it the way. I remember that because oh, it was like yeah. so bothering. Yeah. Wait, wait, like, what? They didn't ask them. No, they didn't ask for their permission. They took the three D and they called it the way. It's like I don't oh. know why it, the way. Like is that... I take back my shout out to Eric Rowan. I take it back. <laughs> but it was geez. just like the way yeah, you are. I don't... Right, <laughs> just the way you are. This was pre pre Bludgeon Brothers. They did the way when they were just still. When oh. Luke Harper was still wearing like, you know, homeless tank top, <laughs> and uh, Rowan was like, out there wearing a gold just, mask. So he just changed the oil to a car, and Luke <laughs> yeah. Harper, or uh, I mean, Eric Rowan, you know, just still I don't even know what the hell he was trying to wear. Right. So, so um, I'm gonna go with something. I I mean, we don't see it in the WWE, but um, it's out there. The Canadian Destroyer. You guys seen that, right? Yeah, I think yeah, I think Adam Cole does it, but not as a finisher. But he does. You saw it. Oh, yeah, Adam Cole does it. Uh, Alexa Alexa Bliss did it on Bailey. No way! Are you serious? Yeah, um, that, outside that, the that, ring. Damn, I must have missed that. Yeah, dude, that's a. I oh, like that man. move. That's a dope. Move. I remember when I first saw that move, and I was like so late to the party on the Canadian Destroyer. When I saw that, I was like, "Damn, that's a dope ass finish." That's like probably the craziest finisher. And then, yeah. like, it's good, good teamwork. Yeah. yeah. Timing. Yeah. Trust it looks like it's going to hurt. Yeah. yeah. So, if when performed safely and correctly, man, it looks like such greatness. And I just like it. Just... Alexa Bliss does it? Or when... You oh, want to be on the receiving end of that? Oh, man. I mean, are you kidding me? Alexa Bliss? That'd be your blissful moment right there. <laughs> Ex-cheerleader? I don't mind being a male cheerleader if that's <laughs> Alexa Bliss is going to be the, the one I'm partnered with the entire time. <laughs> what was it? What was it? Our, uh, we had a friend in high school that was a cheerleader. Oh, and whenever... shout, out to, uh, shout out to Ryan. Shout out to <laughs> no, 
Josh Wu. Shout out to Josh <laughs> Wu. <laughs> don't say this. Yo, 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 yo. They won't put their names out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout uh, out to uh, DGS uh, cheerleading state squad. Champs, the male. state champs. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, what did they, what did they say when like every time they got heckled by uh, other dudes? Uh, so like, so like the football players will heckle them, and then they'll be like, "Oh man, you cheerleaders, blah blah blah." I was like, yeah, but that's not what your girl said when I had her in my finger last night. <laughs> and then they basically feel- saying that, you know, because of the cheerleading practice, they had to lift the girls. And, you know, sometimes when you're lifting, fingers get in the holes, you know? No, so man. Like, yeah. Two in the pink, one in the stink over there. Oh. For stability. Hey. It's for stability. Hey. With consent. Hey. Consented hey. stability. It happens. It happens. It happens. It happens. It happens. <laughs> um, the finisher, I have, I'm gonna go with my boy from the UK, Pete Dunn, the bitter end. Ooh, that's good. To me, it's like we were talking about how funny pump handle, uh, pump handle slams are. But this guy, I really like the way he starts his pump handle slam. He picks up the guy and then he just like picks it up in a way where he kind of like twists them and he just lets them fall. You know, it's kind of like a reverse pump handle slam. It it works for him. I don't know a guy his height can pick up some of the dudes that he's picked up, but it's another move, too, because, you know, you see he's did it in the ring. He's done it to somebody on the table, on the on the uh, the side of the ring. So, the, and I think that's a good move, too. It's kind of underrated, also. No, I agree, yeah. Yeah, yeah. People don't talk about it. Give it up to much. short dudes. Yeah. Yeah, short dudes doing it good right there. Um, I hate bringing up – there's, like, a lot of people – I don't like this guy, but I love the end of days, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's good. Oh, it's yeah. good. It's, it's so good. good. It's a good it's one. A good one. It's another yeah, it's underrated, not, it's too. Because no... the guy his size, he's the only one that can do that move, really. And he's using just yeah. one arm. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't it's, know. I just it's like, still be it's, able to keep that shirt intact. I, I wish he did it like the OG end of days when he would do it. When he would throw someone off the ropes and he would pick them up. Now it's yeah. like he's got all lazy where he just like holds their arm and pulls them to him and does it. Right, right, right. You know, you got to milk the process, you know, I throw them off the ropes and do it. But that's my only grant. But I do like the move a lot. Yeah. yeah. And don't that, might, might go into the worst names of finishers. But. Yeah, and, and you know what? <laughs> and much respect to Baron Corbin for, for uh, the match he had with Seth Rollins at Stomping Grounds. I thought, he, I thought he did pretty good. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, people are going on his side now. Like Dave LaGreca from Busted Open Radio, shout out to them. He had like a huge rant about how uh, he's the best heel in WWE and True. how he's a great heel in general. True. And you know, like I kind of put it out as like the heels of the WWE are like the Eastern Conference of the NBA yes. between like 1998 and 2003 because <laughs> it's like you know, he's a good they make it, he's he made it, yeah. but. I mean, he's that good, but he is good. He's, he is, he's the Miami. He is a good deal. Chicago Bulls. Like <laughs> they're gonna be feisty, but you know we're gonna beat that ass anyway. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good one. I like that one. Um, so I'm gonna go uh, old school on mine again. The Razor's Edge, man. Oh, I like the ew. Razor's Edge. I mean, I've always. It's like there's something about it, man. Like. Yeah, I know. Uh, what's it called? What's the one that uh, Undertaker had? Uh, oh, the last, last ride. Last ride. Yeah. Heaven's Gate or whatever. Last ride. 
Uh, last ride, yeah, you go higher and he brings up higher, but like just something about the the razor's edge, just getting uh the whole setup and then throwing a guy on his back of the head and back shoulders. I don't know. And plus, I like Scott Hall, so I mean, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like a little sentimental value on that one. Yeah, I like the razor's edge on that. Well, I was always kind of like curious, like does the guy slide off his slick hair as part of the move? <laughs> Yeah, he, he slides off and then gets like skin burned from the ring because he's like sliding on the mat. It's not like a, it's not like he's getting thrown down. He like slides. Yeah, right, right. right. Is that Jerry curl? The Jerry curl juice. The, there you go. That yes. razor Ramon yes. had. The machismo. All that like the gel hair. Yeah. Just just wetness just helped help really make that a guy, <laughs> opponent go right into the mat. What else you got? Uh, Justin. Is it my turn already? Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah, We're yeah, going yeah. a little quick. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have... Okay, so I was I was deciding about this, but I wasn't sure, but I'm going to go with it anyway. I like Io Shirai's finisher. Oh. The uh the saw. I, I like that finisher a lot. Yeah. That, that's a good finisher. Especially coming... Especially, I know Charlotte like would do the bootsaw and she'd get air, but... Leo Shirai, like it's it's meant to be a finisher, so she's trying to hurt somebody when she does it. And there's much more impact. Yeah. So and, I have to go with her. And shout out to Io Shirai for for doing being able to do a spring. Spot, yeah. You know. Yeah. Because she's yeah. so short, so she uses the first rope, the bottom rope as like momentum to get up, and then and then balance on the top, the third rope. But man, I mean, there's no one in the women's division who can do that in WWE. So. And effortlessly too, like it's very fluid. Yeah. It's not like yeah. trying to do it. And she's short, know? like super short. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I know we talk about the reverse pedigree a lot, but honestly, an underrated. I mean, this is like this is like an honorable mention. This is not one of my favorites, but I like the pedigree just because they con yeah. the concept of you have his arm, you hook to the arms, the bat behind his head, and yet he has nothing else to do but land on his face. But I like, yeah. I, so I like the concept of that. But then I like, I don't like how Triple H has gone lazy with it. Like towards the years when he first started doing it, the the head would be stuck between the legs throughout the whole time, and then right. he would land on his knees. Right. But now it's like he lets go of the guy's body and like, yeah, you know, it, isn't it like look sloppy yeah. nowadays? He would just let the guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just lands he like just, stomach yeah. first and like away from Triple H's body. Like they yeah. lock, they like detach from each other. Right, 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 right. But the original OG pedigree was kind of cool, just because, right. like, damn, you could like break someone's nose, like, if you actually did that. Yeah, no, it's true. That's yeah, true. If I was, you ah, look up, man. if you look up the first one, the OG one, the one he used at Terry That's Taylor, a good one. like, I don't know how Taylor Taylor can still walk. Are you talking about the one or where he did like the, the pile driver? Where he, yeah, where like he literally, like, like he literally had him in like a full chicken wig. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know if that was meant to happen. Yeah, and like he literally yeah. like just like smashed his neck and upper torso into the mat. Allah, <laughs> Allah, oh, Goldberg, <laughs> almost you know decapitated. <laughs> oh, and and what Undertaker PTSD did to Goldberg from? Too. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um. So I have to pick an aerial one. I was feeling I have to pick an aerial one, and I gotta I felt like I gotta pick a new school one because a lot of my guys have been old school. Yeah. But um, uh, I have to throw it out there to another 
another stardom promotion female wrestler. Kyrie Sane's elbow. Oh yeah, is dope. Yep. yep. Like I'm not gonna lie. So I'm always been a uh, fan of the Macho Man elbow. I don't know. I know Shawn Michaels has an elbow. It's not the Macho Man elbow. I know other people have elbows. It's not the Macho Man elbow. And Kyrie Sane's is not the Macho Man elbow, but it's configured in a way that's different and effective and theatrical. That you're like, you have to watch it. It's yeah. a good. It's a good finisher. It's a it's a great elbow. She gets great height. Yeah, it looks like there's a lot of impact. She looks good. Yeah, a lot she of impact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that man. But yeah, that's a that's a a, a dope ass elbow. I'm gonna tell you. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I think for me, it's kind of like what you're saying. I agree. For me, it's kind of like a mixture of Macho's and Michael's elbow. Like you get the grace, you get the style, you get the hang time that Michael's would have. But then you mm-hmm. get the power and the position accuracy of like the finisher of Macho, because yeah. Macho Man's was a pure finisher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it meant to hurt somebody. Yeah. Or like Macho the had the elbow, elbow pointed. It was like just so yeah, yeah. It was like eight times and to set up for the sweet tip music. You know? Yeah. That's true, oh, man. And, it's just good. And she uses her whole body for the elbow too. It's yeah, she uses like the whole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like. Exactly. She's like linear with the with the ring, like her entire body. Right. She's really skinny, so everything's pointy. So it's like, oh man. Yes. And linear like, in my mind. Throwing... Linear in my mind. <laughs> John Cena. The John Cena. <laughs> yeah. uh, since you already brought up Justin Iashirai as your aerial, I want to bring up one. My my favorite aerial is a, is definitely is the shooting star press. I think that looks like really graceful. I know when Evan Bourne did it. Mm-hmm. Not when Kurt Angle did it. Not when Robert was cheating. But Evan Bourne, I think that's what sticks out because it's like it looks so like he was floating in air. Yeah, it, effortlessly. Yeah. AKA Matt Seidel. Yep. But I I didn't like the star press a lot. I like the. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard, man. Doing like forward momentum backflip. Yeah. Uh, I mean, have you ever seen that one video of the guy who, like, straight up botches it? Oh, like, I got a, like, he, like, doesn't even go forward onto the opponent. He, like, flips over himself on the turnbuckle and lands on oh, the oh. turnbuckle pole and then falls oh. out of the ring. Like, it's it's bad. Oh, and he's, I think he says, like, it's a guy, it's like he says, like, fuck it, whatever. And then he tries it and it just... Fails miserably. Oh, oh man. just terribly fails. I thought Xbox I'll, I'll put out that video. I thought Xbox had the worst turnbuckle injury. Apparently, that would be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but if I have to go with another finisher, I mean, I I know like it's not an aerial one, but I kind of feel like this this is not really talked about. Doesn't get mentioned enough. Okada's Rainmaker to me is Ooh. a good finisher. And I know that like it's just a clothesline, whatever. But like, like he does it at the right time. Like basically, when the guy is worn out at the part, it's basically like a Mortal Kombat finisher. You know, like the the guy's life has no life left. And you 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 do your best power move. And I like the way he starts it off where he untwists the guy, and he comes in with a clothesline. You know, so yeah. to me, I got to shout out Okada, the Rainmaker. Good finisher for sure. That's sure. good. And you have a favorite submission finisher? Oh, oh yeah, we don't have any submissions <laughs> up there, man. We need some. 
Damn. Uh, AJ Lee? AJ Lee's. Oh, yeah. That, that, I like uh, that. That's nice to watch. That's nice to Was look at. Was that the spider? That's nice to look at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice uh, I'm going to go with, if this counts as a submission, it's when Triple H poisoned uh, Stephanie Mann's drink in order for <laughs> her to say yes at the wedding. Therefore, him being a power <laughs> in the DX storyline. <laughs> I guess she did sub- uh, submit, I guess. In a way. Get married. I don't know. Oh, man. I totally forgot about that. Damn. <laughs> we'll keep hounding on test, man. Keep hounding on test. Yeah. The last <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Anybody else? I, I I'm, trying of, I'm trying to think of something myself. This is not like a fun, like, it's not a difficult one, but I feel like. The walls of Jericho, not the Boston Crab walls of Jericho, yeah. but the one where the, he the like original, puts, yeah, puts his knee into the guy's back. Oh, yeah. it looks. Supposed to be. I think it kind of looks. Line table. There you oh, go. That's what it's called. Line tamer. Yeah, I thought the line tamer is when he did the 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 moonsault off the rope. No, but I oh, thought... who knows? Uh, Sweaties will tell us. Uh, which <laughs> yeah, is yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they will tell us. Um, that that's, that's a great. I mean, sure. it's a simple finisher, but I feel like. It looked like it was painful. Like yeah. anyone could do it. Like you don't have to be a rocket scientist to pull that move. Right, 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 right. There's no like one, two, three, four, five. You know, like <laughs> there's no uh... counting off the moves. This is Jabberwocky's dance right there. Yeah. Is that it? We have we have any honorable mentions at all? Or? Uh, honorable mentions for the submissions. I'm gonna go with Tajiri's uh, tarantula that he does. Oh, the on the rope. You know, I'll say that. Um, and uh, this armor is another good uh, finisher, as well as the bank statement. Mm-hmm. Oh, bank statement. Oh, yeah. Bank statement. Which, Your is boys very, which is you very know. similar to the one that Alberto Del Rio would use sometimes. But, you know. I'm really liking the ones with the, like the Darren Young ones, where they land on your, your shins. Yeah, knees yeah. and shins. I don't know what, I don't forgot. I like, I think uh, Cedric Alexander does like the lumbar check, yeah. But Darren Young had one where the guy lands on his stomach, or you know, the, the knees right. hit the stomach. I think lumbar check is with the back, yeah. Anything uh, with that's kind of cool. I feel. I mean, anything that Zack Saber Jr. does is a finish uh, submission hold anyway. You know, yeah, long ass arms, long ass arms, <laughs> long ass legs. Um, I also enjoy they do this a lot in the indie scene in New Japan is where the guy get guy in a pretzel. Which looks oh, dumb. Just leave it looks alone, dumb man. the process, but like the whole like detail where he gets the guy's legs over his hand and then the other hand and then like he's stuck and he can't get out. Yeah, yeah. I always think that was dumb, but it actually it's funny that the human pretzel. Should we shout out a Haku's uh, chop or anything? Yeah. Chop or the kick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. to uh, Umaga's thumb. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. R.I.P. to all the Adam Apples that got hurt during that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about man. the? Uh... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I know I'm tapped out myself. Yeah. Well. Oh, you know F five though. I will say the F five. That's F5, what yeah. I'll say. Sorry. What about well, the pimp drop, thing, aka the <laughs> attitude adjustment? The pimp drop. No. Oh. <laughs> pimp drop. That's so true. It was too. Yeah. Or like the money shot, where it's just like a splash, like no, like no, like theatrics. Was that Val Venus? Yeah, the money shot. The big Val Boski. 
The, the 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 way you knew it was the finishers because <laughs> yeah. the groin got bigger. The the blood started rushing to the crotch. That's when he was like, oh, okay, this must be the finisher money shot. I'm going to have to come on the towel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's some good that's stuff, it. man. Yeah, it's our show, man. Yeah, yeah. Justin, enjoy Dallas, good man. Stuff. Justin's going to Dallas yeah. tomorrow. So enjoy yourself, man. Have a safe trip, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You I'll and the fam. To, uh, you know, Eat as much uh, text mess as possible. Yeah, man. Get those uh, breakfast burritos out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gonna definitely check out In and Out. What a burger. What a burger. Oh, yeah. Town. Oh, damn. That's true. That's a dope combo right there. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Good shout out to Daryl. I mean, I guess no shout out. He's on the show now. But yeah, he's doing, Daryl's doing a great job, man. Shout out to you. We have a 1,200 followers or close to 1,200? 12, close to 1,200. Yeah, man. Huh. That's awesome, man. We're at Get Your, at Get Your Podcast, our Twitter, or I mean our Instagram. You know, we don't have as many followers there, so hopefully you guys can uh, follow us on that as well. It's coming. It's coming. You know. All right, y'all. Yeah. Uh, See you guys yeah. soon. All right. Yeah, thanks yeah. for listening. Enjoy yourself. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.